Hey everyone, Witsy here. Um, in doing review for this episode that Sly so brilliantly quickly edited, um, I noticed that I incorrectly name my favorite character from the Harry Potter series as James Lupin. Um, obviously the character's name is Ramus Lupin. This will come later in the conversation, but I just wanted to correct that. I wanted to correct myself now because what a stupid mistake to make. Trying to explain Harry the whole world of Harry Potter to someone who's never read it or watched it. There's a lot of information and I was overwhelmed and tongue-tied trying to even get a point across. So, yes, don't come at me. I know it's Ramus Lupin, not James. Not James. <laughs> Alright, on to the episode. Two bitches, yeah, two bitches, two bitches just watching TV. <laughs> Bitch! Hi! Hello. Welcome to another tea time. I um, am recording from hell. And by hell, you mean your sweet, sweet abode. Hell. All six of the pets. Actually, it's kind of interesting that it's happening today because I just updated my Instagram bio and mm -hmm. it used to just say, hello, I make up half of Bitch Watch Pod and with the Bitch Watch Pod and the mm -hmm. link in the, you know, whatever. I updated it today, this morning with, hello, I have too many pets. Or more pets than I know what to do with. And then uh -huh. I, you know, then the rest of it's still there. But yeah, all six of them have decided today's the day to test all of my buttons. Every single one of them. Um, I just had two of them fighting on a half wall. Where they could fall to their death. These are cats, I would like to Yeah, the cats say. are playing. So they'll be fine. They land on their feet. Uh, not always. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a myth. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, at least my cats. Brian held Ginny up once above his head and then dropped him, thinking oh. he was going to land on his feet. And no, my poor sweet little Ginny cakes landed directly on his back. Oh, And I was so very cross with Brian. He's like, he was supposed oh. to land on his feet, but he didn't. And whose fault is that? Brian's. Brian's. Duh. My boys are being very good today. My boys are generally very good. They're very calm. You you know this. Yes. Jack will sometimes get zoomies, but they're really cute and not bothersome. He has been having an attitude problem recently, but we're trying to figure out what's causing it. Mostly resource guarding <clears throat> and being very protective. Other than that, they're very, they're vibing. So both of my boys are asleep on the couch behind me, just vibing. Today, we are talking about books. Books. What are we reading right now? What have we been reading? What's up? I will say full disclaimer, I haven't been reading as much as I would like to be. Um, yeah. Story of my life. Um, but I, I, I find that I fill most of my time. Like during the day, you listen to books, right? That's what you do. Yeah, it helps me focus on things. Yeah. So while I'm working, I'm typically listening to podcasts. Like that's how I fill my day. Gotcha. But I did set some time away from podcasts. Like I took a break from podcasts for a little bit back in January, I think. And absolutely devoured in like I think maybe five or six weeks, all five of the James Potter books. They were fan written, so they're they're not in any way associated with J.K. Thank God. Yeah, but they were fantastic. I think the guy who wrote them is even a better author. I think I've discussed these briefly on like yeah. a Dexter episode. But I finished all five of them, like I said, pretty quickly. And I cannot remember the last time a book just had me absolutely sobbing. There yeah. were a couple places. Um, a character that's very widely loved was killed off at the beginning of the second book. And James had to learn to deal with loss. 
as a 12 or 13 year old. And James is Harry's child, son, correct? right? Okay, and who's the mother? Ginny is the mother. Ron's sister. I don't know a lot about Harry Potter, so I just know the, like the main characters. Yeah, so, so you've got Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and yes. this book is about their children. Uh-huh. So Harry married Ginny, which is Ron's baby sister, and Harry and Ginny have James, Albus, and Lily. Got it. And then Ron and Hermione had Rose, and then they had Hugo. Got it. Okay. Actually, Hugo wasn't really in the books. Maybe he didn't exist. I don't know. Rose was a very important character in the series, as well as like some other cousins, and like Draco's kid was very heavily involved in the book as well. Books. I have a question. Yeah, please. About this book. So I can't get through the harry potter stuff because like i will sit down one day and force myself to watch the movies just so i can know pop culture yeah we could watch (laughs) them together actually i think that'd be fun yeah that would actually probably make it fun and i wouldn't fall asleep like i always do Mm -hmm. as someone who you know i mean harry potter is young adult and i don't know if i could get through them is this book series something that someone could pick up who hasn't read all the others or do you have to have the previous knowledge no actually because it is mostly focused on james and his uh-huh. growing up his adolescence and going through school yes there's a lot of references to you know harry ron and hermione's adventures but uh-huh. it isn't based on them gotcha there is a little bit of james especially at the beginning feeling overshadowed because you have to you know keep in mind harry potter is the most famous like one of the most famous wizards in the world mm-hmm. and he's his son so yeah there are eyes on him as far as what are you going to be able to accomplish you mean history has its eyes on him yes 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 got it so there is a lot of that and there's a lot of pressure he puts on himself Gotcha. But it isn't a one-to-one comparison. And I feel like this author, who I should have had his name pulled up, but the author did a really good job. If there's like a little like jab of, remember what I did to this person? He cle- like he very quickly explains it. Like there's a character gotcha. who's a reporter in the original series named Rita Skeeter. And she doesn't really report the truth. Like she she reports the truth kind of, but she like- It's like a gossip magazine yeah, kind of. Yeah, but she way exaggerates it and twists she it spins for her it. readers. Um, and it's supposed to be a jab at what the paparazzi does anyway. Gotcha, yes. Hermione figures out, because Hermione is- brilliant she figures out that rita is an unregistered animagus which means she can turn into an animal Hmm. and they're supposed to register so the ministry of magic knows and uh hermione figures it out that she turns into a beetle and that's how she finds out some of this information that she's not supposed to know because she's literally spying on people and she traps her into a jar at the end of the fourth book oh that's pretty dope like in the regular harry potter series or this one no the original okay spoilers yeah okay um But, this is not a spoiler-friendly pro- podcast. No. Like, get over it. And that gets mentioned because James has to go through an interview with Rita. And Hermione's like, well, don't let her push you around. If anything, just remind her who your aunt is. Love that. And then it'll say, like, James quickly remembered the story he always heard of Aunt Hermione growing up of the time that she trapped Rita in a jar. Like, they'll like, mm-hmm. there's always a quick little aside. Gotcha. Um, okay. Then I might look into reading those are they available where are they available so um i would have to look track down the link again the only thing that's really frustrating is the app that you have to use to listen to it is called gumroad totally interesting f- free to because it, it's their fan fiction yeah 
Yeah. The app is totally free, um, but the app crashes a lot and it doesn't autoplay the next chapter. Brian didn't have any problem with it crashing on his phone. He acts mm-hmm. like I'm completely crazy, but... Maybe it was just like a weird install or something. Who knows? But I also listen to all the books. He hasn't finished even the first one and it's been months, so... And my biggest gripe was that the app doesn't autoplay the next chapter. So you always have to go in and like start the next one. Gotcha. And this is audiobook format? Yeah. That works for me. And the guy who reads them does all the voices brilliantly like even brian agreed like he's like spot on with all the voice like the way you just picture all these voices yes with the exception of one character we did not like the way he portrayed this one character and i thought it was interesting that we both agreed like yeah this is totally wrong for for luna but yeah uh, like i said a, a really beloved character gets killed off at the beginning of the second book he's kind of important but not like anyway but once he yeah. gets killed off, like, it just absolutely wrecked me. I'm, like, sobbing listening to an audiobook, <laughs> trying to work. I'm like... <laughs> um, and there was a moment in the first book. So I think it goes without saying my absolute favorite character in the original series is Professor James Lupin. He uh-huh. was friends with Harry's dad. He makes uh-huh. up the original. They're called the Marauders. And they made up a Marauders map. And it's a whole thing. But so there was James, Harry's dad. There was Lupin. There was Sirius Black. And then the fourth guy, Peter Pettigrew. These four were the Marauders. They were best friends. Lupin goes on. Professor Lupin comes on to teach Defense Against the Dark Arts during Harry's third year. And then it gets revealed to the school that he's a werewolf. And he doesn't come back for the fourth. Like, he doesn't come back to the school. Mm. But he is still kind of involved in Harry's life a little bit later down the road. I'll just say he doesn't make it out of the books. No! The originals or these? the originals. Oh, that's rough. Goes on to marry Tonks, who I've mentioned to you before. And the two of them have a baby and they both die. Damn. (laughs) Major spoilers. And they leave Teddy, their son, to be raised by Tonks' parents, but they name Harry his godfather. And so... Got it. So that comes in. Yeah. Teddy is mentioned in the the James Potter books. And Mm -hmm. there's a moment where he's talking to James and he says something about like that he resents his parents for dying Uh and like there's a whole thing but i just remember i was putting up dishes one evening and then you know he says something like i resent that i never even got the opportunity to know them you know something he wasn't angry that they died but he's angry that they made the choice to fight in the war it's a whole thing but it literally Uh i just like felt like i was punching the gut and i literally like doubled over i was like you ungrateful little shit (laughs) you don't understand But yeah, all the characters are so well thought out and well-rounded. And the author, I feel like I've been talking about this forever. I am almost done. I'm sorry. (laughs) This author also kind of invented other schools, other wizarding schools. Interesting. And takes them over to America in the second or third book. And it just like continues building the wizarding world, which is something that my brain really, really loved so awesome i'll have to listen to them um like i'm interested in it because i know so many people love it but then i don't know in the back of my head i don't pay for books um that that makes me sound really bad i listen to them through the library right i'm interested in how they got the rights to sell the books um considering they're using characters from jk rowling yeah um at the beginning of every audiobook like recording Uh the guy who was reading them says like we thank jk for her permission or her blessing or something to let us do this Ah, so So they they did get it they did get it above board um okay cool so i mean i not that not that it really matters because like heck her she can go fall in a ditch for all i care yeah i will say if you start reading them and you have a question like how does this work out i mean obviously just ask because i think the point i was going to make earlier was that and it's weird how i can like 
sometimes omit things in certain books and like certain ones I can't but like knowing her stance on Jewish like anti-semitism mm-hmm. and turfism and all that kind of stuff it I think it would jade it for me yeah so I don't really and I'll touch on that with Dune because there is one thing in Dune it's not explicitly stated but I'll I'll touch on that when we get there um that's kind of the hard thing and like that's the big part where um a lot of the harry potter like fandom kind of fell apart uh-huh. because you have those who feel like their childhood was robbed from them but then you have people who have really come together because of the world of uh-huh. harry potter they are able to even though there's a lot lacking but they're able to find themselves in this world. And that makes sense. I'm not saying that you shouldn't enjoy it. Right. I'm just saying I, I think that's what's holding me back from like right. um, absorbing it. As someone who grew up reading them and watching the movies and always feeling that excitement for the new one to come out, I was, I don't know. I really, it's kind of a weird thing because I always appreciated the books and the movies so, 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 so much. But I mm-hmm. never was like, well, J.K. Rowling's my hero. Like, I love her. I yeah. you know this, this, and this. Yeah. It was just like, this is something she produced. Yeah. You know, so good for her great she's super rich and blah 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 but i was still very disappointed but it wasn't like well this just ruined my whole life because i also never really based my whole personality around harry potter like some people yeah do, which good for them you know yeah whatever makes you feel seen sure right. why not i mean I have a few, or I think I have one shirt that says Hufflepuff on it, and uh-huh. I've named just Lupin, you know, from that world, but I really liked that character, and, yeah. you know, it was someone who made me feel safe, like, I don't, that sounds really weird, but... No. He went out of his way to like defend Harry and protect Harry and look out for Harry. And it was just someone at the time that made me feel very safe. You needed someone like that in your life. And odds are you probably didn't have that someone. Right. And so that character did that for you. Right. I lost my train of thought. So yes, it, 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 there is a point where you have to separate the art from the artist. And I still enjoy the world of Harry Potter. Like I am dying to get to Orlando one day and see it all. Like to be in that kind of thing i'm not even a fan of it but i i would really like to see it because it looks amazing yeah. it looks fantastic um i'm really sad i also didn't get to go and see i think because they're taking it out pandora from avatar at disney world oh, they're taking that out i think i heard something about that but i just feel like they did such a good job i'm not even like a huge fan but they did such a good job i feel like it'd be something to behold <laughs> but yeah i would be i know we're talking about books but i would be totally down to like sit down and watch movies with you granted oh. it would take a little over 24 hours to watch all eight yeah but it's something we could totally strive to do the harry potter thon <laughs> yeah we'll be right back after a quick break What I have been reading, what I've been devouring, consuming, breathing, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have been in it. And I actually am just now in a different book, which I'll touch on. Um, I've been consuming the Dune series, which people have mixed emotions on Dune. I think that the majority of people really like the movie. And I think the movie did an excellent job of portraying the first little bit of the book which i'm glad they didn't try to take in the entire book because Mm -hmm. that book is too damn big to be putting it in one movie so i'm proud of them for that i think they're on a great course with that but the book a lot of people call it a slog a lot of people call it confusing but it's the kind of book that you need to meditate on in my opinion and think about it 
sit there and, you know, like a fine wine, kind of let it like soak on your tongue and be like, mm, okay, interesting. All right. The undertones that are happening here, because it's all political. It's also very interesting because there's a lot of different religion elements that are brought together and things like the cabal, Christianity, Hinduism, like Islamic belief, all kinds of stuff have been brought together in this book, which I think is very interesting. And I think the author did a great job researching it. So really quick, I'll just read the summary like on the back of the book because I can't summarize it well myself. So set in the desert planet Arrakis, Dune is a story of the boy Paul Atreides, heir to the noble family tasked with ruling an inhospitable world where the only thing of value is the spice melange a drug capable of extending life and enhancing consciousness. Coveted across the known universe, Melange is a prize worth killing for. When House Atreides is betrayed, the destruction of Paul's family will set the boy on a journey towards a destiny greater than he could ever imagine. And as he evolves into the mysterious man known as Moadib, he will bring to fruition humankind's most ancient and unattainable dream. A stunning blend of adventure, mysticism, environmentalism, and politics, Dune, is, Dune won the first Nebula Award, shared the Hugo Award, and formed the basis of what undoubtedly, what is undoubtedly the grandest epic in science fiction. It has been heralded as one of the greatest books of all time. <laughs> For one, it was, it's a science fiction book, but without technology. So any kind of thinking machine was completely obliterated in the Butlerian Jihad. So this is way in the future. This is like years and years and years into the future. But we got to a point in humanity where these thinking machines were like taking over and it was basically making humans dumber and humans were not accessing their full potential. And there was like a whole uprise situation and basically all thinking machines dead, <laughs> gone. We don't, we don't do those. Those are bad, real bad. So in this world, there's no AI technology, like smart things. There are Certain little technologies like poison snoopers and things like that, but they don't think on their own. Um, the spice melange extends people's life, as it mentioned, and it makes sure um, if you already have prescience or um, there's people called mintats, which Paul is a mintat, basically a human computer. He can store and take in tons of data, run the analytics and say, we have a 54% chance of winning this war, but you need to do X, Y, and Z to be able to do this. Kind of like an advisor. And if you take that spice, it enhances these abilities, but your eyes turn completely blue and you can overdose on spice, which Aaliyah does in a later book. But yeah, so there's a lot that's going on and at play. And this boy is trying to figure out his dad's just been murdered. He's in the desert trying not to die with his mother. He's being haunted by this great house. And he's also stumbles across these um, native people, which are based on the native people in Africa, known as the um, Fremen. I don't know why that slipped my mind. The Fremen. And he becomes their god, essentially. He ascends to the point of a messiah, which the ne the second book is called Dune Messiah for that reason. Hmm. Okay. He's an allegory for Christ, but in a futuristic world and a human. But 
there's this background breeding program going on. Whenever I'm saying this, it makes no sense. Yeah, no, you lost me. Like, <laughs> Basically, his mother broke the rules of this breeding program. She is this uh, member of an order of all women who basically puppet things in the background mm-hmm. called the Bene Gesserit, which they are badass bitches. Love the Bene Gesserit. They crazy as hell. They're like a lawful neutral or a lawful evil. Hmm. Okay. They're totally out for their own means. But they they follow a code. Like, they are. You do not do certain things. If you do this thing, mm-mm, it ain't gonna fly. So, um, and they're never overt, like, in the spotlight. Like I said, they're always puppeteering. So they're often married to dukes, such mm-hmm. as Lady Jessica, Paul's mother. They weren't officially married, but she was his concubine and things like that. It's really interesting. There is one part, which I said I would touch on. The big bad of the first book, Baron Harkonnen, who is the leader of the Harkonnen house he is often portrayed as sleeping with underage boys specifically ones that look like paul okay which is really interesting when you find out which it's not a big spoiler for the books because you find out pretty early on but in the movie they haven't touched on it yet that's his grandfather that's paul's grandfather it's jessica's father Okay. Uh, Jess- Jessica doesn't know it because the Bene Gesserit kept it a secret. Paul is Harkonnen and Atreides. But that has been a major spark of debate because Frank Herbert, the author, I think he had a gay son, something like that. I don't know. I'd have to do more research on it. And he was not an LGBTQIA plus ally. I will just say that. Okay. It was the 60s. I'm not condoning it. I'm not approving it. I'm just saying I could understand why he would have those views in the 60s. Mm-hmm. It's never explicitly stated that he is gay and that is why he is bad. But the bad guy being a gay man or at least somewhat gay or bisexual um, has led to a lot of turmoil. And I know the movies, they have said that, you know, we're not doing that shit. We're not, we're not doing it but um in the books it is a thing so that's one thing that i really struggle with and a lot of people going into it if they've just read about frank herbert and things like that they say oh he's anti-gay this is a book that has anti-gay propaganda in it Mm -hmm. but that's not really the case he's just a horrific man that is he's the symbol of decadence he's severely overweight to where like he can't even walk anymore he basically looks like a giant worm he's bald he eats all the time and he's having sex with these young boys so i think it's more of a symbol of decadence yeah and just doing whatever he can to maintain his power and just being lavish and all that good stuff that's how i took it i didn't take it as a straight up this man is gay this man is bad yeah yeah (laughs) because he's a pedophile like pedophile equal bad Mm -hmm. spoiler it's a really interesting book and it has a lot of things that have really helped me through a lot of rough spots throughout the past few months and kind of pulled me from a dark spot and now that we're into the second book or i just finished the second book i cried at the end of that you're talking about sobbing yeah i was in the car and i just started weeping at the end of dude messiah whenever cheney's voice comes through the desert to paul i just lost it i lost it and i just started bawling my eyes out (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I I said that there were actually several moments in the James Potter series that just Mm -hmm. caught me. But the first one uh, at the beginning of the second book really just caught me off guard because it was at the very beginning. Like it's how the book is introduced Mm -hmm. or like starts. Everyone's getting together for a surprise birthday party and they're waiting for this person to come home through the flu network, through the fireplace. No. And he doesn't come home. No. 
and instead someone else from the ministry comes in and as soon as this person's wife sees the other person from the ministry she knows he's not coming home he's not coming home and God. like i said the whole family was there for the bir- for a surprise birthday party so they all got the news all together god it just destroyed me and there were other people who were killed off throughout the rest of the books Th- that's the thing like yes it's fantasy and um you'll discover this as you if when you watch the movies i wouldn't say read the books because they take forever um <laughs> i say that i loved reading the books but the first like two are very like mm-hmm. these are children's books like the original yeah. books you know you're meeting a magic kid who was an orphan and um now learns that his normal life sucks well, he knows his normal life sucks but even though it sucks like he gets to go to magic school and everything's great and yeah there's this bad guy who technically wants him dead but like it's <laughs> the the book still feels light and fun and mm-hmm. the second one still has the energy even though like the, the but the third one the atmosphere like totally shifts. changes interesting and interesting um i would say that's the truth for dune as well yeah because the first one is this rise to power and a lot of people that like are fans of dune have read the first book like oh yeah dune great book the second one lost me and if they don't if it doesn't lose you with messiah then odds are you'll lose it at <laughs> uh god emperor mm-hmm. not many people get to god emperor um i haven't gotten there yet but i plan to because i want to see a worm god let's do it why not yeah everyone likes to see the rise to power mm-hmm. which is what the first dune book is it's this good guy you can get behind him you get why he's doing it paul is just this you know he's not a perfect person but man he's trying yeah and he meets his bad bitch <laughs> cheney who is a fremen warrior like lady goddess person mm-hmm. she's not a goddess but like like not a priest priestess that's it gotcha. she's like this fremen priestess and she'll kill people she'll she's a ride or die like if i had to choose someone cheney cheney will merc everyone for you and she will do it well she bests paul actually Mm -hmm. which is he's like oh my god who who is she but then in messiah it's all right you've got the throne and guess what it blows yeah it blows to be a good leader but also having to have a holy war to try to change how the empire works Mm -hmm. i call it complicated Star Wars. Because, <laughs> like, Star Wars already doesn't make a lot of sense to yeah. some people. And it's even hard for me to follow sometimes. But Dune is, like, another level. Mm-hmm. And it's not the clear Jedi good, Sith bad. Right. It's a thing of, oh, shoot, there's a lot of gray areas here. And we can't, there's not There's not a good, there's not a bad. Right. Like, it's just gray. Um. But, yeah, so Messiah is basically, this blows, everything sucks, I hate it here, I hate this <laughs> but it's a good book because you need to see once that power you get the power it's not always sunshine and rainbows right. and odds are shit's gonna go south real fast yeah. and it does but that's okay it's still a good book and i recommend it um if you can get through dune one definitely dune two dune messiah i'm waiting right now for children of dune which will follow paul's children and Aaliyah, his sister who is a um goddess of time and stuff it's really cool i love Aaliyah. she has a great line she's tripping balls on spice and she's trying to see the future and she's ah ah like you know tripping balls on this balcony look over there and the guy that's with her is like bro you need to like chill you are gonna die what did you take how much and he grabs her by the arm to try to lead her to her bed and she's like 
you cannot hold the whirlwind. <laughs> I was told Tanner next time I'm like really high or really drunk. I'm going to just say that when he's like, honey, we need to go to bed. You can't hold the whirlwind. But yeah, I'm excited for the movies as well because I think they will stay very faithful. Good. Well, it sounds interesting. Yeah. It just is something I didn't know very much it's... about or anything about actually. I don't feel like I did justice. I feel like I just like gave a bunch of broken parts, but it's a very hard book to explain. I highly recommend if you do read it, go on YouTube and find Comic Book Girl 19's book club. Mm-hmm which is like a read-along situation, really helps, especially with the audience doing a Q&A because yep. sometimes you have questions and then because she's read it a million times, it really helps. And she does research on it. So it's really interesting. <laughs> Highly recommend. The book I'm reading right now while I'm waiting for Dune is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which I haven't finished it yet. It's a good book so far. Old Hollywood, which is a big turn from being in the desert. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Old Hollywood. And it's a somewhat sapphic novel. So I've heard so. We will see. I hear they're making a movie about it, actually, which I'll be interested to see how that casting situation turns out, especially since it's about like a Cuban Latina actress who is white passing mm -hmm. gets into Hollywood. I'm interested to see who they cast. They better do it well. If not, I swear the internet will riot. I was going to say the internet will riot because they've come after poor Lynn several times. Yeah. That was my ramblings about Dune. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, that's all I've really got for today. Same. I wish I read more. You know, like I said, I just yeah. find that I get a little too distracted reading books while I'm actually working because, yeah. um, I really, even though I never struggled with reading comprehension, something in my brain always blocked me. So uh, from building imagery in my brain. Yeah, same. I can't build imagery at all. So if they're trying to, like, there was a moment at the end of the first, like, towards the end of the first James Potter book where they're trying to set up where, like, the ending battle is going to happen. Battle is not mm -hmm. the right word, but where the end scene's going to happen. And mm -hmm. I literally just had to, like, pause it and listen to it later yeah because i had to really focus because they're trying really hard to build this really elaborate thing and it and you're just like it completely nope. <laughs> took me out of what i was trying to do because i'm trying really hard to f focus or visualize what mm -hmm. this is and it, it's just kind of all over the place um which is why i think having the harry potter movies and books come out in pretty close succession to one another like i finished reading chamber of secrets the day that it came out to dvd like the day before it came out to dvd mm -hmm. um so i was able to read it and then i was able to watch it watch and it kind of just see like oh yeah i did picture that right wait i totally yeah. was screwed up on that or yeah. you know whatever and it kind of helps <clears throat> with that world building that's really interesting you say that and this is a big thing in dune Dune doesn't have a lot of descriptives. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's like everything's kind of in their head. I mean, it'll describe, oh, this temple, it was 10 stories high. Or yeah. the siege smelled like this. But it's not like George R.R. R. Martin. I don't know if you've ever read nope. George R.R. R. Martin in the Game of Thrones. Nope. The dress was red silk and her hair was amber with like little flecks of blue. I'm like, bro, listen, uh, like I... Oof. I have no interest in Lord <laughs> of the Rings, but I've been told like reading that would be a nightmare for me. Like even Brian, who yeah. loves the Lord of the Rings, yeah. like has given up on even getting me to watch the movies because he has he knows I have no interest. But he's even been like, yeah, you can't read these books. And he doesn't mean that as a put down, but he's just like, yeah, he uses. It's, I get it. It's I get way it. too much description. Like um, apparently, and so I think. Oh, sorry. Apparently, there's a chapter in which the whole chapter is him describing a door. I hate it. <laughs> I already hate it. 
I've oh, never wanted no. to set anything more on fire. And I'm not <laughs> right? even trying to read it. But Brian was like, yeah, you would absolutely hate it because there's a whole chapter just describing a door. And I'm like, you can f word off because mm-hmm. yeah just f off bro like it's not happening that's uh that but yeah that's an interesting thing about dune and don't get me wrong i like descriptors because i can be then i can picture people like oh yes blah 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 like if you get a hair color you're doing good in dune it's very up for interpretation which i like which is why but it's funny that i always picked cheney who is paul's person as zendaya Mm -hmm. like i think i think she was spot on like whenever i'm reading dune i always think timothy chalamet i think he's perfect as paul yeah lady jessica perfect they did a really good job on casting even the duke but in the books if you're doing if you get a hair color you're doing good you don't know what color their garb is unless it's like a specific thing that leads into something else Mm -hmm. like oh bene gesserit's always wear black yeah because that symbolizes their seductiveness. Gotcha. So I, you may like Dune for that reason. A lot of people, I think, also don't like Dune for that reason. Because they're like, I can't picture anything. You give me nothing. But for people like us who can't visualize things easily in yeah. their head. I don't know why that is, but it's... It's so weird. It's so like the picture of an apple. If have, Do you remember that a while back? Where like it'll say one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, where can you picture? I'll show you after this. Okay. But uh, yeah, so that was uh, Tea Time Episode 3. Uh, books we're reading. Yes. Um, or have read. All right. Well, you guys have a wonderful Friday. Wonderful rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend. Take it easy. Have some wine. Smoke a blunt. And we'll <laughs> be back in two weeks with another Tea Time. Okay. Bye. See you guys. Two bitches, yeah. Two bitches, two bitches just watching TV. <laughs> Bitch.